politics. I'm your host, Katrina Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how are you doing today? I am doing better now. How are you doing? That's a complicated uh, question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yesterday, September 17th, September 18th, 18th, um, news broke that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Um, complications from pancreatic cancer and um, it's kind of been like the sky is falling since then would you say you feel similarly Terrain? I say I would say I felt similarly mm-hmm. um, I think uh, originally in the like in the very original um, um, you know breaking of the news uh, it was it was rough and it was looking through all sorts of dark lenses and dark places and, you know, seeing things from a very like incredibly negative perspective. Um, I think having a little bit of time out of it um, made things a little bit better. And I would, I would say that, you know, it's okay and valid to like, you know, have that feeling, have that initial feeling of dread. Just don't let it submerge you. Um, you know, yeah. Take that, take that feeling of dread and turn it into something. Yeah, uh, that's so important. And it seems like a lot of people have had that reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I think I was um, shocked and scared when I heard the news. And today, I felt dread, a lot of dread. Um, kind of that feeling like somebody's holding your heart, like you're there's a fist clenched over your heart. Um, but seeing the reactions of people um you know people are organizing now people are donating in record numbers to democratic charities um causes right causes yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) hang on hang on hang on (laughs) politics isn't charity um but i think that's helpful we're you know we're getting responses from politicians we're We've got ideas and plans, like, so that seeing something is good. Yeah. It is still incredibly scary, though. Yeah. And it's going to be. It's it's yeah. it's going to be scary. It's not like, you know, this is something that's just easy. It's not going to be something that's, like, we can just walk past. But, but knowing that everybody is using this to light a fire under their ass and, you know, get to work um, is great. And um, our uh, – we did uh, – our interview with our with our guest who um unfortunately couldn't be here for the whole episode um she because she's too damn busy doing so much damn work um Jess Britton she's a member of Action Together um the vice chair of the Columbia County Democratic Party um we sat down with her to talk more about um you know the the people on the ground um organi- organizing and 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 what the news of the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg has done uh, to that movement. Um, so here's that interview. Jess Britton is joining us. Um, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us today about um, the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I know you're really busy, but you were the first person I thought of that I wanted to talk to. Uh, about this issue on the podcast. So I really appreciate you taking some time. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's horrible and scary, but 
we have to look at what comes next and we don't have time we don't have the luxury of time so we've got to we've got to shift gears and get into motion here yeah and i do want to ask you about that um we've seen record donations you know over the less than 24 hours since the news of her passing has come out um what have you seen on this like local organizing that you do um what's the response been and and what kind of activities do you have coming up um so we've seen like a really overwhelming show of uh you know grief but also dedication uh from the local communities like i do work throughout northeast pa and like tonight and like the reason that i have to to stay like real brief with you all there are county vigils happening tonight that have literally been planned um today um at courthouses to you know pay respects to this you know amazing you know legal icon um like that's happening today i think i think in six counties near us there's one in columbia county there's one in luzerne county there's one in union county like homing like they're happening all over um and they're also happening virtually um that like there's a, a few organizations that are going to be live streaming and just collecting all of all of the events um because everyone's trying to do it um as safely as possible but also show our communities that um this is something that we care about and we're going to um you know fight every step of the way that we when we have to um so that's been amazing and we've also seen a massive influx of um, new people signing up to volunteer who maybe had signed up to volunteer but haven't been active yet just saying like I, you know I'm sorry like I, I, I think I got comfortable and what can I do and that's and that's exactly what we need to be hearing from people because the silver lining of a terrible terrible situation is that now everybody knows exactly what's on the line and everybody seems willing to fight for it that's great. Um, so for you personally, I know that, you know, feminist issues are a really big, uh, important thing for you personally and as an activist. Um, so what kind of, you know, impact has this loss had on you? And does this outpouring of support, like, um, make you optimistic in the face of, you know, this tragedy? It does. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, my history, you know, I, I started out as a little like, you know, baby organizer with Planned Parenthood. Um, and I remember when Sandra Day O'Connor retired, like announced her retirement. And like, it feels like, like that felt like the worst thing. And things kind of always feel like the worst thing this year. Like that's just sort of how this year has been. And, you know, and I'll be honest, like just totally knocked the wind out of my sails last night. Um, you know, when, when the news broke, but, um, as an organizer, I don't, I don't like, I instantly go into like go mode, which, means like okay so what does this mean what do we have to do what's next what can we do um 
so I haven't really, I don't think I've had time to, to process it, like, just as a, like, a person, <laughs> but, um, but I do know that, I do know that things that people take for granted, they are now paying a little bit more attention to, you know, Roe v. Wade is always, always in danger, like, every minute of every day but it's never quite felt like this it's just a little different you know there are you know marriages throughout this country that exist legally because of you know a ruling that only came within the last decade you know like these sorts of things it's easy how quickly they become normal and you take them for granted. And I think now what's, what's coming is like from, from a real sense of fear, like that also like the sense of like, I have to protect these things that we fought for and that we had this, you know, amazing, amazing icon who was willing to, to fight for them for all of us too. Um, you know, so I think, I think we're going to see a lot of people who said, um, you know, well, you know, as long as, as long as nothing else happens with the Supreme court, uh, it'll be okay. Like those people are all going to be coming out of the woodwork. And I think too, um, this seat has always been like, kind of like one of those things like I think there was actually someone who had like probably more than one someone but someone who had suggested to President Obama you know to to fill try to get her to retire to fill her seat and you know she said nope I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going until until I can't anymore and the reality of a Donald Trump presidency has always been like, how's Ruth Bader Ginsburg feeling? Like that's, you know, I mean, I yeah. think, I think we've all had those conversations. Um, like, is she doing, is she doing good? Like she's probably, you know, up until this last year, she was probably healthier than any of us. But, um, you know, I think what we're going to see is, you know, you're not voting for, and I think this is where it's important too, to look at people who may not be as thrilled with a, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris ticket saying, okay, so now do you get why we have to all get on board? Like, this is it. Like, the, it comes down to this and the legal and the judicial pipeline where so many, like, right-wing reactionary judges have already been appointed. It does not get more important than this lives will literally be destroyed if the wrong person is put in that seat. Mm -hmm. So it's all hands on deck and there's no days off until I, <laughs> until January 21st, because we can't take anything for granted. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, had numerous people like, um, message me, you know, uh, like, dude, this is, this is it. Like it's, it's done. We're done. This is done. Um, what I'm assuming that you likely have had, um, in the, in the short amount of time, people that come to you with that, like sort of defeatist attitude that like, 
you know, with the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, so is the passing of the American democracy. Yeah. What do you say? What is your uh, response to to people who are in that in that um in that low low place? So I think I think it's two things. I think like acknowledging what this year has done to everyone's psyche is critical, right? Like I think I think we're looking at a year with like unprecedented just just shit. You know, yeah. I like I'm trying to find like a more eloquent way no, to say it. No, that's that's probably the word. Trash. It's just been trash. Um, you know, on so many different levels. So I think it's important to keep in mind that that's the mental place that people were probably already in mm-hmm. at like 7:30 p.m. yesterday before the news broke. Yeah. You know, so trying to be gentle with people um recognizing that. Mm-hmm. But also two things. I you know, I obviously did not know Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but I would imagine that a she would be like real pissed off if she found out that people had that attitude because this is a person who literally dedicated her whole life to upholding both the United States Constitution but then also like fighting to make equal protection under the law a reality for so many. Fighting to meet the American promise. Yeah and like and the worst thing that we could do is to take this and say, well, I give up, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the worst thing that we could do. I get that it's easy, and I get it's, it's easy to feel that way, and I get that what this, what the last four years, but, like, this year especially, I get that we're all, like, so broken down, and it's just easy to feel like, oh, my God, there's just nothing else we can do. It's hopeless. But all of the reasons that everyone loves Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, whether it's because of her, you know, support of the LGBTQ community or, you know, the reproductive health aspect of it, um, you know, her work to keep the conservative justices from destroying voting rights like there's so many things that she has fought for but none of those fights were hers alone either and those movements all took time and a lot of work Mm. and what i think you know like the justice does not always go in a straight line sort of idea is really important here too and if you don't want to feel constantly hopeless the best way to counter that feeling is to do some work like do that work like start calling voters start sending text messages postcards any of those things check in with your with your friends and family and make sure that they understand how important this is and that they understand that these are now the stakes. Like, if you didn't think the stakes were high already, I mean, I don't really know what to say, but (laughs) 
if this is the thing that's gonna get you on board, so be it. And we need everybody in the fight. Have you um, had any time to think about what you know, what might become of this in the Senate, and what our options are, like the Democratic Party, to respond to what um, Trump and Mitch McConnell might do? Trump says he wants to fill this seat immediate, like as soon as possible. Same with Mitch McConnell. Have you had time to think about our options in that fight? I have, and I think, um, and I'll just let you guys know, as friends of mine, my uh, address is going to be changing because I'm going to be sleeping outside Pat Toomey's office mm. for the next three months, um, you know, so you can come visit me there. But, no, I think it needs to be, it needs to be very clear that regardless of all of the insanity this year, the United States government is accountable to the to the American citizens. Mm -hmm. And I think that, first of all, the total ridiculous bullshit that was pulled in 2016 um, with the Merrick Garland nomination and just those refusals, like, uh, yeah, you know, you hate to stoop to that level, but that was also, when did Scalia die? I want to say it was February. You're looking at 200 and about, uh, uh, estimated 260 some days um, from the, the the election versus 46 days from the day of the election. Yeah. So those are almost the same amount of time, <laughs> right? Like, that's almost the same. Like, to me, it is, I mean, and Mitch McConnell, we all have to remember that Mitch McConnell is just an evil human being. Yep. Yeah. Like, evil human being and he is going to be i mean he is the biggest hypocrite mm -hmm. and this has been his long game for i mean years i mean literally years uh and he's going to try to do whatever he can but we are already seeing some republican senators saying you know this cannot cannot happen before the election cannot happen before the election so we need to do two things one we need to i was a little bit joking about sleeping outside patrini's office but not that much i'm talking flood the phone lines yeah. jam the fax lines send an email a day all of those things if you're willing to do civil disobedience and get yourself arrested those things are already being planned. That's already in the works because we know that that's what's going to be necessary because what needs to happen is that this whole process just needs to be slowed down so that that motherfucker doesn't get a chance to put someone up and have their confirmation hearing, confirmation vote before the election mm -hmm. because we have to assume that all the terrible things that they could do are what they're going to do because evidence has shown that that's, that's how they operate. But gumming up the works, call your friends in states that are, that have a Senator that is, you know, maybe wavering any of those things. Like I said, get on the phone to Pat Toomey's office on a daily basis, because I'm pretty sure that, he was one of those senators saying in 2016 that there's there's why we can't appoint 
you know, we the, the American people are making a decision and yep. we have to, you know, they pontificated there is a and all this. literal statement with him saying that they're 100%. Yeah. You know, and it's close enough that we, we can slow it down. That's what it's going to take, yeah. but it, it needs 100% laser focus mm. from every single person. Like we cannot take like, no, like I said, no one gets a day off until, we're through this Mm -hmm. but the other thing is you know like none of it none of it really matters if we're not doing the electoral piece too because you know we're all thinking slow it down slow it down slow it down but the reason that we have to slow it down is because we need to get biden elected Mm -hmm. so that a legitimate appointment can be made you know so it does have to go hand in hand if we don't win the election it doesn't matter if we slow it down Mm -hmm. so the two things really do have to go together Mm -hmm. i i want to uh so a couple of things on that just to just a little bit of addition um if you have family again we live in pa um so flood pat toomey's phone line we know bob casey is going to say no absolutely not but flood pat toomey's phone line and honestly just make some calls to, to bob casey on the off chance that some weird shit pops off but um like well so here's if i can just interrupt you for one second yeah here's what i would say about that like support casey too yeah. because he is of like he of all the senators it would have it would have been easy to think that he would not have been an ally in this fight because of some of his personal beliefs. Mm -hmm. And yet he has shown that that is not the case. And we need to lift that up and be as supportive of Casey as humanly possible because his office is going to be getting all the shitty calls too from the other side. So we need to do that, you know, on a regular basis as well, but I, continue. No, I agree. That's why I do think it's very important to also call Bob Casey's office to yep. make sure that he has the, he at least has the plausibility to say, yeah, I'm getting calls from both sides equally saying that this, that, and the other thing, like we Absolutely. need to, we need to, that, that's what I mean specifically. I'm not saying, you know, firstly, I, I would very much love, I, I don't know if this is out yet. So I'd very much love to just see a, um, a statement from Casey's office saying that he's not going to go forward with whatever. I'd be very happy to see that. I don't know if it's happened yet just because it's really early and I haven't looked because, you know, so, but, but I'm betting it has, I would be shocked honestly, if it hasn't, I would think so. Or I would think that the first statement would be, you know, condolences to the, like, and then, and then later on get one that says that we're not going to be like, that makes sense to me. Uh, So I understand if there's like a bit of a delay because it's the, yeah, I get it. But um, like one, I think you should, you know, call your senators, make sure that they are. Uh, not going to do this specifically you're right pat Toomey, who has a verifiable like statement from his office in 2016 saying we have to let the american people decide before we blah 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 even though it was in february like we have to understand like make sure that you flood those phone lines also if you have friends or family in maine 
friends or family in Colorado, friends or family in Arizona, friends or family in Iowa. These there are there are vulnerable Senate seats right now that Democrats are running for that puts pressure on these Republicans not to make a move on this. So make sure they feel that pressure from the voters. Make sure they know that this is an impending doom. And yes, I agree. Vote them out anyway, even if they do this for us. But make sure that they do this for us. Um, so I, I think that's very important. Um, before you go, because I do understand that you are under a time crunch. Um, uh, last question. Are you doing anything fun? Anything that makes you happy? Anything that's like new or good that just is is a sense of a sense of joy for you at this time no um <laughs> oh i did not expect that answer oh boy oh <laughs> boy yikes i didn't no, it, like, i didn't expect is, no <laughs> this is literally what i do for fun now like this okay is just this is just save it. democracy um, for fun just bridge what did her katrina say she got a little soft there save democracy for fun just britain <laughs> no literally that's it we're gonna get um, we're gonna get t-shirts made no like i i think the the one good thing you know and this is just very specific to this situation like i've talked to so many people that i haven't talked to in a while uh -huh. in the last 24 hours um like so that's nice we're having a little zoom uh feminist power hour tomorrow night katrina i emailed you yeah um, like doing that so you know i am i'm i'm sort of kidding about the fact that this is what i do for fun but i'm also sort of not yeah um because like i'm very lucky to have a lot of amazing activists and organizers and fellow progressives in my circle and getting to work with them is like a gift that a lot of people you know don't have and it is kind of what i'm doing for fun because everything else is trash um so you know i am kind of doing that i don't know maybe in january i'm going to take like six months off and just like maybe i'll go back to just watching hamilton on a 24-hour loop on disney plus but um i don't know like I like to try to sit down and read a book the other day because, like, I, I do love to read and that's usually, like, my fun thing because I'm a dork. Um, Nerd. And I was just like, nope, can't do it. Like, can't focus, can't do any of that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll have I'll have fun in January. How about that? Does that sound good? Let's have a party in January, guys. I agree. That We're going to have a party wonderful. in January. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, I hope everything goes really well with the vigil tonight. Um, and, you. you know, keep up the good fight. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We are so appreciative that Jess took the time to talk to us. Um, if you have the ability to donate your time and volunteer, um, if you have the ability to donate some money to, you know, like Senate candidates or presidential election, we really encourage you to do that. Um, we made a donation today to the Get Mitch or Die Trying Fund um, that Crooked Media has. Um, I believe that was my first political donation. Uh, Turing, was it yours? I think so, too. I, I find that I, I think 
I sometimes forget what financial situation I'm in. Yeah. Because, like, growing up, I'm like, we don't have spare dollars, right? Same, yeah. So, so like, it's so hard to, like, get to here and remember we have that ability to do that. Mm -hmm. So it it felt good doing that. It felt really good. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really good. We, um... We were able to contribute a hundred dollars, um, and that money gets spread between, like, vulnerable uh, Senate races for um, with vulnerable Republicans. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can take them out and replace them with Democrats. So, which would be great because then Mitch McConnell won't be in charge anymore, yeah, and then we'll get Mitch. Yes. Um, I I'm counting it as a win, even if we walk out of there with the. Um, with the majority, I don't care. I, I would love to <laughs> knock his ass out of his seat, but uh, yeah, I'm not expecting that. But just for him <laughs> to not be the majority leader, yeah, would um, be really great. Um, so, yeah, in in one of a someone from the from the group chat also donated same fund. Um, mm-hmm. I believe same amount as well. Yeah. Um. So shout out to the group chat for being dope, and mm-hmm. and we, that that fund has received a crazy amount of do- donations over the last day. So. Yeah. It's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the more political and less of what we can do, let's talk about what's going on in the Senate, what people are saying, you know, what senators have said so far. Right. A little bit of that. Um, so Mitch McConnell said almost immediately after the news of RBG's passing um that they will he will get a supreme court nominee up for a vote mm-hmm. um as soon as possible yep. donald trump said that it's necessary you know basically every one of those senators who said uh we cannot possibly approve a supreme court justice in an election year yeah. when scalia passed away mm-hmm. um are now saying it is essential that we do that right now lindsey graham <laughs> Lindsay, who, yeah. who if anybody uh, for any reason thought still thought that this guy had any sort of like <laughs> scruples or 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 you know morals he doesn't yeah. um so it honestly by the way um donate some money to jamie harrison kick his <laughs> ass out of like uh like it is it is so many of them um are so quick to backtrack on what they on what they originally um pretended were their morals when really it was we're gonna deny the the president a a nominee with like literally almost a full year left but now they're like 46 days we have to get somebody in there yeah um president trump said he will have a nominee within the week announced um so what do you think terrain are they going to go put it up for a vote before um the election um what are your thoughts right now so here's where we're at we have (laughs) the the unfortunate situation is we have to now look at the word of republicans and one thing i want to add quick that i don't think we mentioned is one of ruth bader ginsburg's dying wishes yeah yeah was that her replacement not be selected until another president is until the sworn in. In, until the not like she it, literally said until the, the election, next president the next president yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah so it wasn't even like, she she'd rather wait like five years if trump gets re-elected. she's like well, i'm fine look we're doing the, the next president you can leave that court bare yeah um no i i, I think she i think the 
I think the fair interpretation of what she was saying was wait until after the election. Sure. <laughs> Do you think she was like, he can absolutely not fucking put my... Yeah. No, I don't... Um, okay. Which is, which is just awful that she had to, you know, be thinking about this um, in her last days, you know? Yeah, it kind of makes me think maybe I shouldn't have made all of the jokes I made about putting her in like a hyperbolic bubble chamber, you know, like... Uh, free like a cryogenic chamber like maybe i should have not done all those jokes do i regret them no but should i have done them probably not um anyway <laughs> i i think i think uh we're in a situation where unfortunately we now have to look at and hope hope on the word of republicans right like I don't think there are going to be any Democrats, including Joe Manchin. We talked about this earlier. I don't know if necessarily we have to worry too much about Democrats um, stepping up and saying we're going to vote on a, a nominee. The only one I would really think you would possibly have that would be would possibly Doug Jones, who literally is like in a race for his life. Right. Like, no, sorry. Uh, in a race for his uh, Senate life right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think you're kind of like looking at that where you might have that. But still, I've seen we've seen Doug Jones make the hard votes um, uh, while while uh, during his short time um, as a senator uh, that we have to look at what Republicans say. We have um, Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski saying, um, you know, we shouldn't. Um, saying they will not saying sorry, you're right, saying they will not. We have um, Susan Collins saying we shouldn't. That's the that's the which one that's, that means fucking nothing. That, which means she <laughs> means fucking absolutely nothing. Yeah. So so we have to like like because really look at it. We have forty seven uh, Democratic senators or forty five, and then two independents who caucus with the Dems. So you have forty seven who are probably staunchly no, who you're pretty sure, but you should yeah. still check that out yeah. and fucking make sure. But they're likely pretty sure staunchly no, and then you have two um, Murkowski and Mitt, and Mitt Romney. Um, saying, you know, as well, they're not going to. Um, unfortunately, we don't know if that's necessarily true, but we have yeah. to trust their word on that. So if you look at that, we have, like, that's 49. So you still need likely two more to move to your column so that there's no way that it can be, you know, because it could still be 50-50 and then the, you know, the vice, president. vice president votes on it. Mm -hmm. um, so... <laughs> and, and to be clear, they Mitch McConnell, one of his early actions during the Trump presidency was to remove the filibuster uh -huh. um, as a possibility for judge, for, ju yeah. for nominating and, uh, and confirming judges. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it just needs to be 51 um, and the vice president can do that. So that's scary, right? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> scary, but it's also, if you also look at just historically, this would be phenomenally fast, right? Confirming a Supreme Court judge in an election year in in this um, in this rate of speed would be unprecedented. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that means it's impossible. I, I would never say that. I would just say that it's probably still pretty hard to do. Um, and if there's one thing Donald Trump is bad at, it's doing things that are difficult. But I I wouldn't again. I'm not I'm not saying that this isn't a threat. I'm not saying that this isn't something to worry about because it absolutely is. That's why you should make sure to um, just straight up blow up the phones of of your um, elected senators to let them know you will not stand for this. And there are specific places you can put pressure on. I mean, again, Susan Collins is running for her Senate life. She's 
and she's right now, based on polls, losing that race. Mm. So put put that in there. Like you will absolutely if you if you do this, this is the end of your Senate career. Yeah. Um, Cory Gardner in 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 um Colorado, let him know this could be the end of his Senate career. Martha McSally, who never even won that seat, she was appointed after she lost a previous one. Let her know this could be the end of her Senate career. And also, um, Mark Kelly, uh, his seat, uh, very very important as you said because yeah, very important. Because if he wins, he could be um, sworn in November thirtieth, rather than um, you know in the with uh, in the next yeah. year, which can really kind of thwart some sort of effort that they right. have to try to do it in a lame duck session. That is, I think, what I am most worried about. I agree that it would be really, really difficult to get a justice confirmed before the election. However, I could see, you know. Susan Collins loses her race um, and then she's still a senator for, you know, two months. Um, mm-hmm. They could she could very easily decide, hey, I'm going to confirm this Supreme Court justice now. That's a real big worry. Um, and you can you can absolutely bet your life on the fact that if Joe Biden wins this election, Mitch McConnell will do every single thing in his power at his disposal and with the full backing of the GOP donor base and all of their corporate interests. They will do everything they can with all the money they can to get this Supreme Court justice uh, on the bench um, if Joe Biden wins this election before he's inaugurated. I agree. You you will likely, <laughs> if uh, Joe Biden wins this election, um, uh, crossing, you know, not crossing my fingers, we're, you know, doing something about it. But um, if, you know, hopefully when Joe Biden wins this election, expect to see a lot of ads on your TV talking about how we need to confirm a Supreme Court justice right now because this is up for debate and this is up for debate and this is up for mm-hmm. and and we have very important decisions that need to be made so we need the Supreme Court in session and we only have this many and we need all nine so like expect to see that on your television yeah like if 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 this Donald is- Trump does not win expect wholeheartedly that that is what you will see um I following. think you'll see that uh I think we're going to both sides will be campaigning and fundraising on this issue yeah. for the next 45 years. I mean, we know the beyond. Democrats are. Yeah. They, I mean, it's not like the Democrats like put out, like they, they they're not they fundraising. They didn't need to like, put anything out. Exactly. We like, all knew. What we all meant. knew. We all saw and went, holy fucking shit. Like, gotta... Whereas you have people like Joni Ernst sending an email to her uh, supporters night of uh, RBG's passing saying, you know, now we can get, our Supreme court donate to me so I can win this mm-hmm. election. Like they're, they're running on it now. Yeah. Um, so getting Mark Kelly in there could help stop that because then it would be 48, uh, 52 before the lame duck session ends, you know, we, mm-hmm. that might help sway thing. It's just, it's a really precarious and vulnerable position that we are in right now the only the only for certain because let's be honest there are certain things right now that though we can influence we can't control yeah right we can do our best to call pat toomey and be like hey motherfucker don't do this thing that you fucking told us you couldn't do like before don't do this thing now with less time because you're the fucking worst like right yeah. we can call him and and email, and we should and we should and 
I just want to let everyone know, I don't think that it's a crime to drunk call your congressperson <laughs> or no. your senator. Definitely not. So, so if you, you know, like you want to give them a bunch of calls, make it fucking day of it. Like keep calling, call them, tell them this is not something you will stand for. Um, then, you know, have a, have a little glass of wine and fucking call them again. Like, like make sure you call and make sure that they know this is not something that you're going to stand for. Um, but a lot of this, we can't necessarily wholeheartedly control right mm -hmm. they still get to play so the only things that we can do are this one do everything we possibly can to win the senate yes that is winnable by the way yes. though it is though we are in like a weird time uh and there are weird obstacles in our way we can win the senate that is possible mm -hmm. we also need to and this is incredibly important elect joe biden the fucking president of the united states yes. because we 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 had this stupid fucking discussion last time, right? Mm -hmm. Where we had to talk, have a talk with people about, well, Hillary and Trump are the same. No, they're not. And we had to have that discussion. This is on. This is incredibly high on the list of why they're not the same, right? Yeah. This is it. A this Supreme Court year. This whole year has been the why they are not the same. Yeah. And why it wasn't a choice between the two similar, like this year that you've experienced all the deaths we've experienced this Supreme court decision, these rot, the riots, like 200,000 yeah, people are dead. If, if you think this would have been the same level under Hillary Clinton, you're dumb. Don't, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> you're dumb. No, no. She wouldn't have been walking around without a mask on saying, eh, you know, wear it when you're in hospitals. Like, no. <laughs> so it would not Damn be it. as bad as it is. I agree. So same, you know, Joe Biden isn't the, the best. We, we've talked about this, but this is so, 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 so important. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if Trump is reelected, the Supreme Court's gone. Yeah. The Supreme Court is gone. Honestly. It is. It is. It is. Uh, Which means the progressive ideals that we want, uh, they're not possible for 30 years because these fuckers are young. Yeah. And, and like, let's be clear. He's not like, like if he's if 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 he has anyone smart around him, they will go fucking nominate this fucking 40 year old. Oh, yeah. Conservative. Oh, yeah. Like sociopath and let them just reign over the court for years and years and years to come and, and pick someone that fucking that just is is the bastion of health and heinousness mm -hmm. like that is that is where like <laughs> we we can't allow for donald trump to have another supreme court pick no we just can't we can't afford it as a country and and we shouldn't have we shouldn't have been able to we shouldn't have allowed it in the first in the first place. Yeah. Like this guy is not competent. I think that like sometimes the the Supreme Court argument is just like so abstract to people they really just do not grasp how important it is. Because that... at because at five four it doesn't seem as important. Yeah. But now I think people can see it. Mm -hmm. I, I really hope so because 
it is imperative. Mm-hmm. It is so crucial. Can right I now. can I ask you a question? I, this is something we talked about before. I, I hate to I hate to put this because I know that you're not going to have a <laughs> not going to have a positive view on this. It's going to be a real negative. But but I, I am truly interested in in your um, thought on this. I mean, we're looking at um, a president who has been hovering around forty. Uh, like around you know 40 percent approval for the entirety of his presidency from jump yeah. to now um from trying to gut health care to um <laughs> just uh repeating phrases from white supremacists to retweeting white supremacists to um watching overseeing the death of 200,000 people while constantly saying oh this isn't an actual problem and you know while then telling a reporter oh this actually is fucking huge i can't believe you guys don't even know it's fucking real bad and then saying i didn't want people to panic but really if you go back and look at anything he said it wasn't that he doesn't want people to panic it's that he still wanted people to fucking go and do whatever um for the economy even for the economy even though he knew how terrible like everything was and throughout all that time 40%. 40%. It like hovers around 40. Yep. So my question is, do you think this and I, I I hate to look at it like this because the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she was an icon. She was yeah. a fucking giant, right? Like she was a giant on so many issues from from uh issues regarding feminism and equal pay and like like she she is huge. She will linger in history forever. Mm-hmm forever but does everyone know that and do you think that this is the moment that they all that not all but that more people like it clicks and they go oh my god we can't let him do this like what do you think yeah no i do think i do think more people are recognizing that and it's it's interesting because like um i mean i i've been on social media a little bit more uh, just to see people's reactions and using that alcoholics you know, as a linger account as a lurker. Yeah. Um, and while there's a ton of negative stuff that pisses me off, that's not what I'm going to talk about. There are people that are like genuinely asking questions you talk and about it. I don't want to. Okay. And recognizing, you know, I, I don't know how you didn't know, but there are people that seemingly didn't know and now they know and are um, inspired by it. So it's, I think there will be some. I don't think it changes his 40%. No, though. he's got 40 fucking percent all the time. <laughs> That's fine. I think, but maybe... 200,000 deaths later, 400... Oh, sorry, 40 fucking percent. Maybe some of those um, potential voters who don't always come out um, and aren't motivated to... Maybe this will sway some of them. Maybe it'll help. Um, I'm hopeful that those on the progressive end that were not motivated to jo- vote for Joe Biden will recognize that... This um, will sway our possible platform forever, like for the Let, next let's, foreseeable future. So let's, that, that's my hope with the motivation. I think that's where we might really have something. Let's be very, very, very clear. If Donald Trump gets to appoint another Supreme Court justice, let's be let's be clear. He likely will get to appoint uh, president appoints like one or two per presidency. Like that's just kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. He will be able to effectively destroy the progressive agenda for generations. Yeah, for generations. 
making it and and with issues like climate change um that that that'll be it that's it that's fucking ball game we don't have enough time to mess around with that we do not have enough time as a planet to mess around with that and get that justice in there and we're yeah. He, what are we gonna do? I mean, he <laughs> literally like he came in and just to spite Obama was essentially like, "Hey, pollute wherever you want." Like he rolled, he rolls back climate initiatives that were done in the Obama presidency for the sheer fact that he hates President Obama. He does he do it because he also thinks, you know, I hey, I don't really care. I don't trust the climate scientists. I think that. Uh, it this is a Chinese hoax, and I think that it'll be better for the economy if if um these uh companies can dump uh just straight trash into our water. Yeah, he does think that. Like that is where we're at, y'all. Like that is where we're at. We're not. We're not. This isn't an abstract, right? Like no. we're not in an abstract fucking like this guy is a fucking danger. So we talked you and I a little bit earlier about, you know, it's possible that even if Joe Biden gets elected, even if we win the Senate, they'll get the Supreme Court justice appointed before the end of the term. Yep. So there's a lot of talk about what we can do about that if that happens. Um, what do you think about uh, adding Supreme Court you justices? You do it. Fuck you yeah. do it. You do it fucking immediately. If they stole, you- they got to steal Scalia's seat and then backtrack their logic to to take this one too. Like fuck that. You, add the seats. You add seats on the court, and you also because it, if they are able to do this, by the way, like let's be and, clear. And to be clear. They can legal. Congress has the right. It's not constitutionally written that there needs to be nine nope. justices. Congress has the right to de- decide the number of justices, and it's changed many times mm-hmm. um, since the country has been yep. founded. So we just didn't- to be clear, it's just something that Congress has yeah. to do. We didn't fucking decide on nine. So let's let's be very very clear about something. These motherfuckers would have been able to steal two. Would have would have been able to steal multiple Senate. Uh, sorry, multiple Supreme Court seats. Right. So like, let's be clear. You give the Democrats. Even the more centrist and conservative Democrats, you give them an out to vote for this. You yeah. give Joe Manchin the logic behind this, right? Like, if you do this, when you said last time we can't vote for anybody and it was 260 odd days out from the election, but then this one, you're like, it's 46 days from the election, we have to do this, you give Joe Manchin the fucking you give Joe Manchin the playbook for it. You give cinema the playbook for it. You give all of these motherfucking centrists and conservative Democrats a a, a reason to go. Yeah, we're, we yeah we have to because you guys did this. Like we we have no other choice. We are like you give them that you give them that excuse. You give them that um that logic so that they can that they're able to do that in, in what they call good conscience and and say this is what we need to do because of x y and z yeah. you also open the door for us to by the way this should happen regardless but you also open the door to add puerto rico um yeah as I, a fucking state and dc as a fucking state i think that and give them senators and fucking people in the house mm-hmm. let's if, go if they do that they um, will open us up to the most progressive two years mm-hmm. possible. Yep. But we need to have the Senate and we need to have the presidency to do it. Exactly. So that's so, so crucial. But we can, we will have, why not? They mm-hmm. fucked this in. They're so 
like no more Mr. Nice Democrats. Like <laughs> I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah. If they do this dirty ass shit, we got to get our shit done. Push it through. If we have all three branches of government, there's nothing stopping us. Get rid of the filibuster and get every single thing through. If Joe Biden, you know, he he says he's doing this to save the country, this is how you save it if this yep. happens. You save the you goddamn get, country. You get those two states in. You push everything through that you possibly can. You add two Supreme Court seats. You add federal judge seats. Dilute the number of seats that they stole from us not just supreme court seats but countless federal judge seats that they that just they didn't stole fill during Obama exactly you you need to do something and that's what you do mm -hmm. and, and there's no more we talked about this earlier as well there's no more of this political capital shit there's no more we have we can only get one thing one big thing done we yeah. have to get that one big thing done fuck no you get all of that stuff done you get Everybody, you get a bunch of different people working on different things, and you get every one of those fucking things up for a vote, and you pass them through. Yep. And when Republicans are like, we didn't get a, an actual hearing on this. We didn't get, no one let us talk about, you say, go fuck yourself. We don't care. Bye. You, we, I, <laughs> I see like, there, there's, there are some people that are like on the progressive left that like <laughs> say that Democrats like, modern democrats too much like the west wing and think we live in an idyllic world where both sides though they disagree have virtues and are able to be reasoned with hmm. right and i am someone who loves the west wing i am i love it i fucking love that show i am more than happy to say I think the Democrats should fight with the gloves off this time. Yeah. I'm sick of I'm sick of us always being like we got to be the ones to um you take know take the high road. Take the high road. We got to follow the aisle. They look, they don't follow the rules, but that's why we're better cuz we follow the rules. Fuck the rules. Change the fucking rules. Yep. Let's go. Let's get this shit done. And you know what? If Joe Biden, because I, I think we're going to run into a situation where Joe Biden doesn't want to do all these things, right? Joe Biden's not necessarily going to be like, hey, we should pack the courts. Hey, we should um, just ram through, um, ram through extent, uh, you know, extended health care and ram through statehood for these places that fucking need it because we don't we treat them like second class citizens because their electoral votes don't fucking count. Like. Sorry, they don't have any to count. Uh, oh, also, by the way, get rid of the Electoral College. That needs to be a fucking thing. But he's not necessarily going to be on, on, on all of these. So here's what you do. You hit him in the head with a coconut and you weekend at Bernie's him. So this motherfucker, <laughs> so, so this motherfucker can't stop us from getting the shit we need to get done. I don't give a fuck if you have to look, he loves wearing aviators, knock his ass out, put him in a pair of aviator aviators, have stra strap him to two fucking people and have him just be like, yeah, and just fucking move his arms and sign that shit. Because this needs to happen for the good of the country. And the planet. And the fucking planet that we live on. Yeah. So that's, so that's that's the alcohol. Donate, <laughs> volunteer, do whatever you can and are able to do. We need and get the fuck out and vote. Yes, get out and vote. Get your friends to come out and vote. Get the weirdos that are like, you know, I just don't, I don't see the difference between the two of them. <laughs> you grab them, grab them, shake them, and yell at them. 
or if it helps, calmly convince them. <laughs> but if that doesn't work, <laughs> start shaking motherfuckers. Look, you, we gotta get people out to vote. We gotta get people the information that they need. We gotta make sure that this isn't questionable. We gotta make sure that this is a fucking landslide, that we, we knock these motherfuckers out. And then we hit Joe Biden with a coconut and put a pair of aviators on him. <laughs> and we weekended Bernie's ass to get some shit done. Thank you all for listening to this episode. We will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.